and welcome to The Recovery Diaries. I'm your host, Rebecca Ellison, and I'm a fully qualified naturopathic nutritional therapist and wellness coach, and I aim to give women their power back. I believe the key to optimal health is incorporating the holistic model, which is food, healing, mindset, detox, values, and stepping into our purpose to build an abundant life. Join me as I interview amazing women who've been on their own health journeys, because I believe this is truly possible. Hello and welcome to another solo episode with me and today I thought we would look at nutrition because I feel like that's my main training, that's why I do what I do and I think that's obviously just the starting point isn't it? You know the saying goes you can't exercise, you can't out exercise a bad diet Um, and I think definitely when it comes to healing you know you could take all the supplements, you could do all the stuff, you could do this do that but really if the diet isn't right it's got to be the foundational piece, hasn't it? It's got to be the absolute, I think you've got to get the foundations in and then you, you know, you build the house from there. So I thought we'd dive into that today because I get a lot of people saying to me, you've got to simplify this for me. I think it's become really, really confusing all of a sudden to eat really well. And I think, you know, we get our information from maybe media or magazines or maybe other kind of practitioners or nutritionists or whoever it might be or there's dietitians there's all these different people and quite frankly you know we don't know who to trust we don't know who we're supposed to listen to because like one minute there's a study saying this and then the next minute this study like opposes what that one says should we be vegan like should we be keto should we be paleo like what are we supposed to be doing and I don't know if they like I don't know if it's actually set up just so that everyone's confused so that everyone just kind of follows just kind of picks up the food from the supermarket and because it's too stressful these days to actually think about nutrition because it's just so confusing we don't get any education anywhere which is crazy like we really should be educated in schools but I think back in the day our education on nutrition would have come from our family the family unit you know the grandmother would have taught the mother how to cook would have passed down to the children then it would have gone down the line like that like we would have had a lot more local access to like eggs and meat and vegetables like the local grocer the local bakery it's just life has changed and I think with it our eating habits have changed and I don't think necessarily for the good like if we look at the typical western diet it's not fantastic let's be honest um and I think I might get into it later on in the episode but we've got to be really careful who we're listening to because we've got to be think we've got to be thinking about who's maybe funding that person So, you know, like a lot of the big brands are obviously funding the science, funding the government and things like that. So we've got to be really careful where we get the information from. But I'm hopefully going to simplify it today. So here we go. I'll give it my best shot. If you hold the piece of food in your hand and you can tell me what's in that piece of food, you could eat it. So if you hold a carrot, it's a carrot. You go ahead and eat that. Your body knows exactly what it is. Your body knows exactly what to do with it. Your body knows exactly how to process that. It's a carrot. You give me some like cereal from the supermarket. Look at the ingredients list. What is that? Your body doesn't know how to process that ingredients list. I can't even pronounce most of the things on that ingredients list. So the body's going to struggle to actually process that. It's going to struggle to um, absorb it, digest it, detox it, etc, etc. End of podcast. No, I'm only joking. Um, so basically, it, when I teach clients, it comes down to proteins, fats, you know, minimal amounts of carbohydrates, you know, lots and lots of pure filtered water, kind of two, three liters is what you want to be aiming for. 
Um, and I'll break that down a little bit more as well. But it shouldn't be this difficult. It's really actually very simple. You know, there's a grand difference between waking up, breakfast is like maybe a croissant or toast with jam or cereal with milk versus like a chai pudding pot with chai, coconut yogurt, um, organic berries if you can't, or even at the moment, like just go and pick the berries from the bushes outside. Um, you know, full of protein, full of healthy fats, going to keep you really, really full for a long time. It's going to balance your hormones really nicely. It's a fantastic for your gut. Uh, or maybe some overnight oats perhaps with like oats and chai seed and flaxseed and maybe almond milk and maybe some almond butter, some berries, some stewed apples, something like that. There's a huge difference between that and like I say, toast with jam and like a croissant with some butter. I don't, I never have and I probably never will ever tell a client to count calories. I say count nutrients, you know, is our food should be nutrient dense if we understand the science of how digestion works and if we understand the science of how much the liver has to go through to process everything that we throw at it, you wouldn't eat those foods, you know, those rubbish foods ever again, really. <laughs> um, and it just doesn't make you feel good. So nutrient-dense foods. And then like maybe for lunch, having salad, salmon salad, you know, mackerel, some chicken maybe on there, some turkey. I'm going to talk about meat consumption in a minute. Um, or you could do lentils or like a quinoa salad or something like that or like gluten-free oat cakes maybe with a little bit of cheese if you're okay with dairy organic um there's so many different options like um i really enjoy avocado smashed with some mackerel and olive oil you know things like that is really what we want to be looking at healthy fats balancing our blood sugars um, and then again in the evening I tend to have like whether it just be like chicken and vegetables or like a stir fry or because um, you know we've got a young child now we would do like spaghetti bolognese but we would put loads of hidden veg in there and instead of gluten-free spaghetti sometimes I would just make courgette. So there's loads of different options um, to make things healthier what else do I eat in the evening? I do eat a lot of fish um, and I think you can make a lot of things, you can up level lots of different meals. Like we would have like a chili con carne as well, but again, we would try and make it, um, you know, the chopped tomatoes would all be organic. Obviously we'd get like grass-fed mints. We would have it with brown rice, with avocado, you know, with organic cheese grated on top. So they can be family-friendly meals. We do a lot of slow cooker meals. So we would do like chicken curries with chickpeas in the slow cooker. Um, what else are we doing this whole cooker? Like um, pork belly and things like that. When it comes to meat consumption, don't get me wrong, I do think we're eating too much meat. I don't think that we all need to be vegan. I just think we're eating too much meat and I think the quality is poor. The average meat consumption is way too high and if you look at just the average quality in the supermarkets, is poor. Um, that you go into a butcher, which is a grass-fed butcher, the meat is actually red. You can go into some butchers or even in the supermarket, like the meat is brown. Why is it brown? What's that? Why is that? I don't know. Um, so you want, it's all about the quality. And I use things like Piper's Farm Box. Um, I'll put some links in the description boxes and some codes and some, some like discount codes and things like that. Uh, so that's, you know, grass-fed meat. It's about the quality. And yes, you do pay a little bit more, but you're paying for quality at the end of the day. 
um, because a lot of the meat is full of antibiotics and the way that they've been fed and reared is not particularly helpful these days. Everything's changed in the last kind of 50 years. Even the way that livestock is kept has been drastically changed in the last 50 years. Like eggs, I would never, like the minimum for me would be to buy free range. Obviously, most of the time I would buy organic eggs. You can tell the difference as well. If you open an organic egg, it's bright. The yolk is really bright yellow compared to just a free range egg versus just a normal cage chicken is just really bad really awful I would never eat eggs like that anyway and it's the same with chicken like I would all, I would never buy kind of cage chicken like that I would always buy a minimum of free range chicken but most of the time organic um these things cost money of course they do I think maybe it's about so we personally as a family prioritize food above many other things like we don't really we sound really boring but we don't really go out that much we don't spend a lot of money on clothes we don't spend hardly any money on alcohol um most of the majority of our money will probably go on really good food that's just um, a value that we hold as a family I'm not saying everybody has to do that but i do think that yes i think it's personally an investment to invest in good quality food versus me having to then be sick in the future or whatever that might be and i think when um because we have a young child as well that's even more a priority for my husband and I at this stage that we're in is making sure again that he eats really good food um like when I go to a meal like a restaurant and they give me the kids menu and the kids menu is chicken nuggets chips pizza you name it I'm I'm like I'm thinking no if anybody's having a steak it should be him he's four his brain is developing way faster than mine is so if anything why are we giving our kids this rubbish food they should be having the most premium food they're the ones who are growing they're the ones whose brain is... Uh, yeah, anyway, don't get me started on that. Um, so I think if you can balance your protein really, really well, a really well-balanced breakfast with either like nuts or seeds or oats or something like that, or even having fish for breakfast, avocados, anything like that, smoked salmon or a smoothie with like spinach and banana, maybe some berries, some walnuts, get some protein in there. Um, some chai whatever that might be mix it up yourself that's going to obviously serve you so much better than like i said croissant toast rubbish Um, and if you can balance your blood sugar throughout the day by having kind of regular protein with every meal you will notice a huge difference in your energy levels absolutely sublime difference between your energy levels you know you like every office around the uk basically gets that kind of 11 o'clock and three o'clock shall we have a coffee and a biscuit and it's mostly because probably everyone's blood sugars dipped at that point because their breakfast and their lunches are not packed with protein. If it's packed with pasta or a cheese sandwich or something like that, that is not serving your body with the building blocks that it needs to function. So I just wanted to mention healthy fats because I believe in society we've become incredibly fat phobic and I really don't think that's helpful. So definitely definitely for females we have to be eating healthy fats when i say healthy fats i mean coconut oil i mean fish nuts and seeds avocados you know if it says on the packet fat free put it back and run away because they've taken out the fat and they've had to put chemicals in because a lot of the time the fat is also the flavor so Anything that says low fat, put it back on the shelf, run away from it and avoid it at all costs. And I think the confusion may have come that we believe that if we eat fat, 
then we will get fat. Like, I don't really understand. But it isn't fat that makes us gain weight. It's the unhealthy foods like, yeah, of course, like the fat from pizza or fast food or alcohol, things like that that are maybe, as some people would maybe say, is calorie dense. But fat is energy dense. And that's what we need. Um, And for the building blocks of like cholesterol and like I said, hormones, and it's amazing for the gut. We've got to be eating fat. Our brain is fat. Okay, so when I was pregnant, I was eating all the fats. And when I was weaning my little boy, it was all about the fats. And he's only he's only fairly young, so it's still all about that. But we have to have fat. And I just sit, just try it. I mean, I eat literally a block of butter a week and I'm like a size six or size eight. So it obviously doesn't make people gain weight. I will put... Um, coconut oil in my chamomile teas we i i drink bone broth like just drink it from a cup that's really high fat i eat lots of fish loads of avocados nuts and seeds everything fat does not make you fat okay the bad fats maybe but the healthy fats absolutely not so we do need to embrace that more i say just embrace it more and see how you feel because i promise you your mood will improve i probably shouldn't say promise I will guarantee your mood will improve, your hormones will improve, your energy will improve, your sleep will probably improve, your concentration and brain fog and all that kind of thing will improve. Just give it a try. I mean, it's worth a try, right? I mean, we're all struggling with our thyroid and our energy levels and our sleep patterns. Let's just give it a whirl because maybe I'm right. (laughs) So let's just try that. So that has to be a big factor as well. Um, Something else to mention is this doesn't happen overnight. I think we often want a quick fix when it comes to diet and we want it to be really easy. It is really easy and it's very, very, very simple, incredibly simple. But it it took me years, obviously, to kind of learn and I'm not saying I have a perfect diet in any way. I still eat chocolate cake, it's gluten-free. I still drink Prosecco, I'll still have like family meals and things like that, but it's balanced. And so I say 80-20 is probably the place you want to be at. I'm not here to have a perfect diet and never be a part of society and part of the world. Absolutely not. I want to enjoy birthdays and weddings and everything else. That's an absolute blessing. However, most of the time I'm going to really eat food that's going to really nourish my body. And I think I'm also worth that. Um, For a long time, I didn't eat like that. And I just know I feel better with a really strong foundation of food that nourishes the body helps the body, heals the body, supports the body, builds up the body and that takes a little bit of time and it can be a bit, it's not necessarily a streamlined approach, it's not necessarily just a linear path, it takes a little bit of trial and error but I also think it takes a lot of organisation, we have to be, you know, I always tell my clients organise a food shop, go with a list or have it delivered to your home, plan your meals of the week, you know, including breakfast, dinner and evening meals um, you know, if you're going into work, then take leftovers from the night before or take a packed lunch or something. Don't keep nipping out to the supermarket every time because you are more likely to just quickly buy a sandwich or like an, an unhelpful meal deal. Preparation really is key. And again, like I have a water bottle I'll take everywhere with me. I take my little tea bags with me everywhere. It really has, it does need to take a bit of thought and time. And again, if you're planning your evening meals and you're going out to work, just stick something in the slow cooker before you go out to work and then you come home and it's completely ready for you. Just make your life easy. 
but it does take a little bit of forward planning but once you've done that it's just yeah it's it's once you've learned everything it's it's easy to keep keep that momentum going and you feel better so therefore you're more likely to continue to do it so next week we've got Kirsten Oddie on the podcast and she's talking about all things hormones and PCOS and things like that which I loved my conversation with her so that is next Monday um and also it's worth saying that if you do want to learn a little bit more about nutrition and you want you feel like you need more education and you need more knowledge you need to feel like you're a bit more in control you need to be supported um my booking for my 10-week course is now open which I'm thrilled about because this has been on my heart for a really really long time so if you go to my website and again I'll put the details in the description box below so it's a 10-week course where I teach you all about hormones and gut health and nutri- again nutrition completely simplified but obviously we have a bit more time over on the course to talk about the nitty-gritty of things you know with handouts and recipes and stuff we talk about the immune system about liver health about routine about sleep you name it we talk about it all the way through the course. So the question really that I'm asking people is who could you be by the 1st of December? And that is my will for the women who start that 10-week course on the 12th of September 2022 is that they are a different person by the 1st of December if they're willing and ready to put the work in with my guidance. So I am thrilled that's finally open. Um, That's booking up super fast actually. I'm really, really excited so I'll put some information there but thank you so much for listening I hope it's been really helpful maybe just take a couple pointers maybe two or three things that you want to action this week from this podcast and just focus on those this week so thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you next week